Good evening. Welcome to MCU Corner to Corner podcast. My name is Jeff. And my name is Paul. And we are here tonight to journey from uh, the... No, that's not gone the way. <laughs> that's not gone the way I thought it was going to go. We're going to journey from the beginning of one film to the end of that film. And another That's corner. amazing. <laughs> I, I, I am. I'm just so not worthy. I'm in in all of your introductory skills yeah, you right are. there. That's We're going to go from the start of one film to the finish of actually the same film. The same film. <laughs> Paul has fallen off his chair. There, you can't see that, but he's amazed at my ad libbing intro. Oh, yeah. uh, Three radio beckons. <laughs> yeah, I've got the face for it. Yeah. <laughs> I think uh, oh, I'm going to keep that in because I think our listeners are—they um, know us now—and uh, yeah, hopefully they'll have enjoyed that little uh, balls up. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we're here tonight. We're talking about Doctor Strange, uh, his yeah. first solo film. So um, Doctor Strange is a comics character. He's been around since the early days of the Marvel Universe, and he takes the MCU into the magical and the mystical. Uh, and the world of the strange, I suppose. And um, he was a brilliant brain surgeon uh, who had incredibly, uh, you know, nimble and dexterous fingers. And he was, uh, you know, extremely intelligent. He was arrogant, uh, unlikable. Uh, and then, and this is the same in the film, then he had his accident, car crash, uh, where he... Uh, lost his hands were damaged he lost the use of his hands and so his uh career in in medicine was uh put paid to and then he uh started to investigate the uh, options of of getting his hands working again which led him down the path that took him on to probably his true destiny to become the sorcerer supreme for this as, as these things do in fact yeah you, you lose your hands you're going to end up in an eastern temple yes yeah. just the way the world and catman do yeah where else can you go yeah <laughs> um and uh yeah so he's the sorcerer supreme for this dimension uh this planet uh, uh this this realm i suppose so that's uh that's dr strange for you and uh, and he becomes a bit more uh likable and less arrogant when he is uh you know because he's he's had a fall um and and uh, kind of built back up from it um and and in some ways there's parallels with with tony stark i think here you know in, in Ooh, their, interesting yeah. you know their their sort of uh, origin and things so um we will we'll, we'll journey through the film um and and in the and the many dimensions of it uh, see what i've done there um but <laughs> My take on Doctor Strange, we'll come to yours in a minute, Paul, and then we can kind of journey through it. I, right. I really enjoyed it, which will be no surprise to anyone. Um, I had really no knowledge of Strange before the, yeah. the film. Uh, you know, he was in various comics and stuff, but I never read any of You never read those, no? No, um, but much like with Thor, I came away from the film and thought, I want to read some of this. And um, yeah, I went yeah. and picked up the uh, Jason uh, Aaron run. I think that was the, the writer. Um, and it was a sort of probably slightly more kind of modern and certainly more uh, supernatural and, and weird um, take on it than, than the films were. But it was a great fun series. And, mm. and, I, and I've read it since then. Um, and then they did a 
series recently that was called uh, Surgeon Supreme, where he decided he wanted to go back right. to being a doctor again, and he was juggling doing that with yeah. sorcery work. And, and it was a brilliant series, but it, it was cut short for some reason. Um, right. So I, I, I liked him enough in the film and enjoyed the film enough to kind of, you know, dive to deeper. further on, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And then I think... Uh, I think Cumberbatch is is brilliant. He was a really good casting coup for it. You know, they 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 do that with uh, you know their actors. They get the the respectable thespes to, to take on parts and and uh, <laughs> you know, it's all a bit of uh, grab. I think know. they only really wanted him, didn't they? Once he'd kind of read for it, they decided that he was the he was the guy for the job. The, yeah, the one they the one they wanted, and then he couldn't do a, it for some reason. That's really. right, and they had to wait. And there was a rumor they wanted. Jared Leto at one point, which I would have been right. quite interested to see. Yeah, they, that could have been something. I think he was possibly second choice, and but they decided to wait for for Benedict, which yeah. I think he's become so uh, you know identified with it, um, and and I think they they made It'd be the difficult right to think of anybody else doing that, wouldn't it? I think it, it really would be. You know, Leto would have been good, but he would have been different. I think he his take might have been a bit more hippie kind of thing on it, maybe. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Um so I think Cumberbatch did, did a great job with it. Um and I think his role in Infinity War, as you'll discover, really Tell opened me. him up more. Um that's Ooh. all I'll say. Oh that's so, exciting. So that's uh yeah, there's a lot to come and, and you all and excited now. I'm I'm hyped. This is jumping way ahead yeah. now. I'm really hyped for Multiverse of Madness because I'm excited to see what they do with Strange. Uh, obviously, Wanda is in it. Um, and I read the other day, actually, her part in it is slightly right. bigger than Iron Man's was in Civil War. So, right. oh, okay. you know, the, the two of them lead in the film. And, and mm. it's been directed by Sam Raimi, who did the... <gasps> is it really? Yeah. Ooh. Um, Spider-Man films. Yes, and also Evil, and Dead, Evil Dead and things like um, Drag Me to Hell and um, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's Name Escape. Yeah, I like Sam Raimi's stuff. Yeah, the, he's got a good eye with, in him. Yeah, he, he does. He did, he did a really good one with Keanu, horror, The Gift. Is it called The Gift? It's got Katie I Holmes. Know. I don't know. I've never heard of that one. You it's could be right. One. Yeah, he's, he's a good, I mean, he, that's what he was known for in the early days of his career, wasn't it? It was the horror yeah. films, so the horror <laughs> yeah. movies, right? The Evil Dead, yeah, like you said, uh, the yeah. video nasty. Of yeah, the yeah. 80s. yeah. <laughs> so it was like banned forever. Yeah. Yeah, but so you, you watch think, it and you think, well, why was that ever banned? Yeah, it's ridiculous, quite, really. Quite know, but... So I think he's a, he's a good and exciting choice for it. And um, yeah, definitely. Oh, okay, yeah, that sounds pretty cool. Uh, Olsen said there's some quite weird kind of horror type stuff in it, so it'd that... be interesting to see where they've gone with it. So interesting. Tell me what what did you think of? The first one, yeah, I, I, I enjoyed this one. I mean, to be honest, I, I've um, I've seen this one before. Oh, okay. Um, it, was, it was it was quite a few years ago, to be honest. So it was it was when it was on Netflix before they took everything off Netflix right. before just before Disney Plus came through. So I had watched it and and I I really enjoyed it then, to be honest, because I I didn't know anything about it. I think I kind of vaguely remember reading some of the comics, possibly when I was a nipper. So I right. did read some of the you know because his face is so so memorable in the comics yeah. with the beard and the, the yeah. collar and the cape and you know the very serious frowny eyes and the discs flying from his hands and all this yeah. kind of stuff the magic and everything so i do kind of remember reading some of that from from when i was a kid and i think i liked it then but it did seem when i watched the film originally so a few years back it see it felt like i was almost the only person i knew that actually liked it because right. I was reading sort of online responses to it and, everything, and there seemed to be a whole bunch of things that I was looking at 
where people are saying, oh, it's not that good. It's, it's, it's not as good as all the other Marvel films. It's different and doesn't really do this or do that or, you know, Cumberbatch isn't quite right or it's too much of the origin story or it's too much of this or it's not enough of that. And I thought, well, I really liked it. <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't care what anybody yeah. thinks, but well, that's, that's uh, my take before. is I really enjoyed it. That's and I remember all. talking to my niece at the time. She came around with, with her boyfriend. We, we had a chat, and I didn't know she was into Marvel films until we were talking about it. And I said to her, I watched Doctor Strange last night. She goes, oh, yeah, I really like that one. I said, brilliant. You like it as well. That's great. And then she started talking about all the Marvel films. I didn't realize she was really into them. And that was kind of actually, bizarrely, what started me thinking maybe we should do this kind of thing uh, okay. you know what I mean? so maybe it's just not watching them again and see right. where dr strange actually fits into the whole yeah. universe you know whether it is out on a limb or whether it is part of it and so yeah so watching it again the other night i um i, I yeah i i thought it was good again you know my my opinions hadn't really changed i think i think if i'm going to be really critical it um perhaps didn't seem to have a, a as much depth coming after Civil War, right, which yeah. I think was the last one we looked at yeah. uh, in, in the MCU, uh, which, which, but then I think actually Civil War was, was, was one of the deepest, multi-layered, strongest narratives that mm. we've seen to date yeah. in, in yeah. you know, in the films that we've covered. So Doctor Strange going in seems a little bit more formulaic, perhaps, you know, like you said, you know, there's a guy, he, he he's pretty much, he's, he's rude, he's antagonistic, He's, he's, he's got really crabby, sarcastic humor, but he's obviously intelligent and everything yeah. else. And he undergoes a big trauma, loses his ability to be the person he, he, he has been, and then has to go off and sort of rediscover himself. You know, mm -hmm. that is a very kind of uh, traditional sort of hero's journey kind of yeah, it, it uh, is, isn't it? Yeah. storyline, isn't it? And it doesn't yeah. really stray too much from that. Okay, you've got the magic and stuff going in, which gives it some added dimension, but it kind of keeps to a very linear plot progression yeah. but to be honest in its simplicity i think it's brilliant because yeah. it doesn't have to be complicated no. the, the ideas and the, the themes running um not the themes running through it but the ideas of the magic and the way that works that's complex enough you know to yes. get your head around that yeah, story. Yeah. so if they start over complicating things it's going to be an absolute mess i i think so i think they did the right thing yeah, well, it, it it follows the um you know the pattern that a lot of the kind of first films for the for a hero you know does where it's it's yeah. fairly yeah quite straightforward and and also the pattern of um you know like doing Age of Ultron following it with Ant Man which is lighter and simpler and then you've had Civil War followed by Doctor Strange you know and and so yeah, yeah. It, there's obviously a, a planning with with the kind of the, the slight tone of, of what follows what and, and everything. Um, and uh, yeah, so it, it is quite, um, you know, a, a straightforward film in, in that aspect, you know, um, but I am um, something I found really uh, quite moving in it is, is when he's in his em this almost empty apartment all on his own. Yeah. After, yeah. And, like the bit when he wakes up and, you know, he sees his hands and he's got the scars all over them and stuff. And yeah, you know, even though you think up until that point, He's been a bit of a an ass. He's lost everything, and even though you know he's semi unlikable, I couldn't help but feel a bit sorry for you him. You do though, don't you? Yeah, yeah, you do feel an empathy for him because I think, to be honest, you know he's not he's not a horrible person. No. He doesn't go out of his way to make people's lives a misery. You know, he's a very successful well, guy. He he's good at what he does. Yeah. 
Yeah, but admittedly, at the start of the film, he wants to help people that will help his reputation. Yeah. And yeah. there's the, the whole conversation in the fo- um, on the phone in the car before he crashes is pretty much about that, isn't it? He's yeah. got some guy ringing up saying, look, we got this case. What about this one? It's like, no, what about this one? No, what about this one? Well, that's weird, you know? Yeah. And then I think the point is made right then. Well, you know, you're, you're, you're only looking for- – oh, no, actually, it's Strange himself who saves it. That won't do me any favours. Yeah. You know, that's, that's, a, you know, that's a terminal case or whatever it is. And if I do, the guy's going to die. That's not going to make me look good. What else yeah, have you got? Really. And then the car flips, and and boy, that's a hell of a car crash, isn't it? Yeah, it really. I is, mean, that yeah. is incredible. Yeah, uh, you know, you, you kind of think, well, he's not walking out of that one, is he? Yeah. <laughs> you know, in one you face. See, um, his hands go through the dashboard, don't they? Or uh, you know, yeah, they, you see his hands get crumpled in in yeah. some sort of way. There's a bit of a slow mo going on. Yeah, and uh, and it's like multiple flips, top you know, end over end, front okay. over back, and then just when you think, wow, that's pretty bad, and then it goes in the water. <laughs> you know, yeah. I laugh like a drain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sure, really, you know, but you know, it's all comic book stuff, isn't it? You know, it's. Um, but I, I think, like yeah, you said, you feel empathy crash. for him, and which is, you know, partly the writing, um, but yeah. Cumberbatch and the way the whole thing is played. Yeah, I think he sells it like that. You know, yeah. he's, he's um, he does. That. He's quite good at those sort of characters. I think when you look yeah. at who he's played, I mean, Sherlock is a great example. You know, yeah. someone who's kind of cold and distant, again, super intelligent. Um, but you do sort of empathize with him, you know. Again, when Sherlock's in trouble, you think, Come on, how's he going to get out of this yeah. one? And, that? and at other times, he's a complete idiot, you know. You're with Dr. Watson, <laughs> you know. What I mean, it's yeah, um, you know, I think this this guy deserves everything that he gets, and and Strange is a bit like that, really, you know. Yes, yeah. um, you, you get that dichotomy of sort of feeling, you know, he's a bit of an ass, like you said, and other times you do feel for him. And you're right, actually, that that point in in the uh, in the apartments, um, when everything is is kind of gone. Yeah. Is it is quite moving, you know. The lighting is really good. You kind of feel it. It's that it's his lowest point. It's his yes. dear. And, and then and we learn afterwards that he's he's lost all his money as well, or he spent all his money trying to find some sort of cure yes. or something. That's and there was right. a piano yeah. in there, wasn't there? Because originally, yeah. when you see his apartment with everything in it, there's that lovely piano, and then that's gone. Yeah. So you know, he's obviously sold things to make uh, you know to pay for things. So is that when Rachel McAdams has said to him? Yeah, I think so. She, she basically said, I've done all I can. Yeah, she walks out on him. Yeah, and he's making it difficult for everyone, isn't he? Because yeah. he's so crabby about the whole thing. He, you know, he obviously feels like he's lost everything. He wants everybody to know that he's lost everything. And he takes takes his anger out on, on everybody. Yeah. And he takes it out on her. And she, quite rightly, gives him a short thrift. You yeah. know, she's been out to sort of get some shopping in, I think it is, and some That's food it. and what have you. And she just dumps it and, and walks out yeah. and says, you know... <laughs> I can't remember exactly what she says, but it was like, oh my God, she's walked out on him. And that's, but it, he invited that, you know, he made that happen. Well, it's you know, he's a bit turning like, everybody away. He's, he's putting up these barriers, these walls, and he's just been yeah. really nasty and rude to everybody. If, if you've ever had anyone in your life that needs, you know, they're, they're on a self destructive streak or they need help of some sort. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. There's always that point where, well, often that point where they've got to turn around and say, I, I'm, I'm accepting the help and I want to help myself mm. and, and it can be quite difficult I think when they if that doesn't happen because you know you you could go down a difficult road there where you know they're just they're just not budging on it and they're not going to help so yeah. I think she's kind of reached that point she's tried all she can mm. And, mm. and that sort of I think becomes his you know, it's a turning point, isn't it? He's desperate then, you know, like it is. Yeah. all it those is. nice watches that you see 
near the beginning, you know, he's got a ton of watches and he picks which one to go to the dinner thing and, you know, and, mm. and the piano and stuff. And that's when he's, you know, uh, pursues the unusual at that point. Pursues the unusual. Yeah. Actually, yeah, and I, I like that watch thing as well, actually. That, yeah. So the watch occurs three times, I think, in the movie. The first time, he said, when he opens a drawer, there's a whole bunch from This is before the car crash and he's getting yeah. dressed with his cufflinks and everything else. Which watch am I going to go for? And he picks out that watch. It's not... It doesn't look like it's the most expensive one in there, but it's still a you know a very nice watch, and he puts it on and everything else. And then later on, I think it oh that's right when he goes to Kathmandu and he gets mugged in the street and beaten up, and his watch is they're taking his watch right, they're, and he's like no 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 not the watch not the watch please not the watch yeah like is that right it is isn't it, it is, yeah and you are I've never broken yes I right? never in the film hold on hold on and it's broken right and then. At some point, I, can't, I think it's a little bit later on. He, he it's the face of he turns it over, and there's a message on the back. It, mm. You know, so it's like it's not just an expensive watch. It's not just one of these many, you know, mortgage type watches that he's got. It's a watch that actually does mean something to yeah, him. Yeah, You know, so yes, it's got a, it's got a real monetary value, but the, there's a deeper sentimental value, and that that helps build our connection with with, with his character. I'm thinking at that point is when he's properly on his journey to being a sorcerer i think you yeah know, he sort of overcome all that arrogance and everything so yeah i i love that you know it's just a nice little narrative mm-hmm. thing that doesn't need to be in there but it just helps underpin the kind of journey that that he's going through and and our sort of understandings and sympathies with yeah. it. possibly you know maybe other people would would disagree but i I do like that journey it is quite similar to tony starks i think the same but you know we start off with somebody who's a real arrogant son of a bitch and they they do a complete 180 turn but Mm. the good thing i like about stranger's character is that actually he doesn't actually lose that streak it's the same with stark as well he doesn't stop being you know an an arrogant arsehole at times you know strange is still that it's just that his priorities have changed his focus has shifted away from so instead of looking inwards at himself and putting himself at the center of everything he still kind of does that but it's for a bigger purpose it's for the world and i think i think there's a point in the film i probably wrote it down somewhere where he's asked to actually make that yes it is it's when he's on the veranda with the ancient one or the spirit oh, of the ancient one before she forms, she yeah. passes on yeah the astral yeah. the astral form of her and she says something about you know you've got to make a decision now you know yeah. it's uh, it's not about you you know you can do that you can go back to your life and use the magic to be the best you that you can ever be and help you know do uh, carry on being you basically with yeah. the use of your hands use the magic it, the energy from it will give you your hands back or you can sacrifice that and change the world save the yeah. world or, or something and that's the path he decides to yeah, go through that's you know, a, a really a good scene uh i like you know that's when the, all the lightning's cracking in slow motion isn't it oh, it's brilliant yeah really, it's really great good bit of dialogue and, and performance between the two of them and uh it, you know nicely shot as well it's it's really good um so yeah he he gets tipped off about you know the the the, the practice that in in um you know Kathmandu that can heal doesn't he and that's yeah because he, he ben, Benjamin Bratt isn't it who's yeah there, there's um there's this ther- who's his therapist at first right uh, so we yeah think, you know, and he's, he's still feeling sorry for himself with his with his with his pinned hands and the guy tells him about um or he, he tells him about somebody who had a really severe crippling paralyzing yeah. accident you know was never going to be able to walk again and now he can. And, and Strange pushes him for his name, and he doesn't tell him. He goes out and finds out himself yeah. that it was this guy called Pangborn. 
goes to find it goes to meet him and sees that he's playing basketball with a bunch of mates and you know in a sort of street court or whatever and and yeah tells him that yeah, it was it was this place at Kathmandu he wasn't going to Pangborn wasn't going to tell him at first i think cuz he, he he just sees strangely arrogant geezer mm. you know and it's like yeah i remember you it was oh that's what it was it was because strange actually passed pangborn's operation over because yeah, so. Pangborn was never going to walk again. So Strange thought there's no point operating on him. Yeah. Or there's no, you know, if I operate on him, we're not going to save him. We're not going to be able to yeah. make him walk again. So it's not going to benefit me. So give him some other surgeon. And Pangborn remembered that and said, well, why should I tell you how, how this got how, how this happened? And I think actually something cracks in Strange. He, he literally begs the guy through the fence. Yeah. And I think Pangborn starts walking away and then turns around and just tells him um, it was the, the name of the place where wherever it was in uh, in Kathmandu. Kamataj. Kamataj. Um, yeah, and he goes around asking people, Kamataj, Kamataj, Kamataj. Yeah, that's it. And, and it's also, that's just reminding me a little bit of, um, you know, he passed over his operation. Um, it's a little bit like uh, Peter Parker, you know, when he was in the comics when he's first Spider-Man and he's been at the wrestling match and um, he goes to get his money and they're being held up and the guy yeah. running away and and they shout at Spider Man, you know, stop him, and he or he's just Spider Man's been ripped off by them, and then that's right, yeah. yeah. It's not my problem, and he lets yeah. him get away, and then he obviously kills Uncle Ben. So it's, you know, slightly different, but yeah, you know, there's they're, a bit they're, of, they're, it's it's one of those pivotal moments that yeah. has a consequence, isn't it? That's it, and it's probably more um, apparent and and um, prominent with with. Spider-Man, but it's yeah, yeah. that dark karma thing comes back and kicks them in the uh, in the butt. Um, so yeah, then then he goes to Kathmandu, doesn't he? Which looks great, you know. The, there's the yeah. shot where his hands Brilliant. are running along those um, yeah. you know, cylinder things and stuff, and then um, it's the, it's the, the prayer the prayer wheels. Uh, yeah, that's it. Yeah, are, and and then yeah, like you said, he he gets um, gets mugged, doesn't he? Um, yeah, yeah, he, beaten up in the alleyway. Yeah. And then he's waiting outside the the entrance to Camartage, isn't he, for ages before they let him in, which is another sort of endurance. No, 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 hold on. What it is, is um, they they do let him in, but then they kick him out. Oh, yeah. He's he's literally thrown out onto the street. So he goes in, he meets and he takes the piss a lot. But it's like, I don't believe in all this kind of, you know, stuff and all that, you know, spiritual nonsense. That's all a load of BS and... And uh, and he, he gets thro- literally thrown out back on the street, That's but it. he kind of believes. Then you know he's like, yeah. no, I want to, and he does not move. Where, where is it? He's. Um uh where is it where is it he, he, yeah that's right yeah she actually yeah they um so they so he goes in and they and she shoves the ancient one shoves his um astral form out of his body yeah and he goes through this mad psychedelic trippy thing mm, where he's literally torn really pieces good. thrown together replicated yeah. thrown from one end of the universe to the other and he's like oh, and that's a brilliant brilliant scene i mean i love that and then uh, and then when he comes out of it he he believes her then he's like yeah. oh my god there is something this i'll just you know first he's like well what did you drug me with what was in that drink yeah. and then she does it again and shoves him back in and it's even more powerful he comes and out she and shows the, like, the mirror dimension then as well that's right yeah that. yeah Mood yeah wall. it's yeah. it's brilliant so so then he's banging on the door for five hours that's it, without yeah. stopping and then they let him back in and then of course his uh his, his old training uh, uh begins doesn't it it's uh yeah and actually that's the moment when we see the watch because he is he, it when when he's in his uh, little apartments in in the temple 
He turns, you know, he looks at the watch, sees that it's been broken, turns it over, and it's a it's a present from Christine. Uh, yeah, Rachel McAdams. Palmer, yeah, so, that's right. From yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. It, it really means something. So yeah, so yeah, that was um, that. That's I mean that that's that, I tell you what the the thing about this film is that origin story is it, it, it's it's good. I you know I mean I kind of wished actually that we'd seen a lot more of that. I would have loved to see. To be honest, the whole first film just spent on his training. Yeah, you know, it's yeah, kind of like that's... it's kind of like Batman Begins in a way. It, you know, yeah. the same sort of thing. It's like half the film is the origin; the, the other half is a sort of resolution to the story that's building up while the origin yeah. is playing out. And you know, but I, I could have, I could have done with more of that that stuff in the temple. You know, that's one one or two of our tweets, which we'll come to later, were of, of a similar thought. Um, and right, yeah, I must admit that that sequence where he goes through all the dimensions is. It's mm. brilliant. You should watch the behind the scenes on how they did it. Cumberbatch is on a green screen arm thing, and there's um. Oh, you mean they didn't really push his astral form out of his body and then film it as he went through well, all well, that trippy stuff? It. And um, oh, I'm disappointed. They could have done that. Surely, with today's technology, they could have managed it. <laughs> and they had big LED screens around him, which were playing. What the oh, so you get the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Get all the the same movement on him and colors and stuff. Um, and he, yeah, he's you big, get reflections yeah. on the on the, on his face and everything. Yeah, so it kind of matches. Yeah, yeah that, that makes sense. That was quite. I cool. like that. I would have liked the film to go yeah. more into the um, kind of monsters and and that sort of side of things. Um, oh, you know, okay, yeah. Too, but I think that's what the next one will do a bit more of. You know, demon, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, it hints at it a little bit. You know. Um, yeah, I think he sees glimpses of it, doesn't he? And obviously, there's the battle at the end where yes, he's facing right, the yeah. thing, but yeah, the, the, um, we're not there yet. So, the dread Dormammu, um, <laughs> yeah, <that's> also <laughs> voiced by Cumberbatch as well. Interestingly, um, I love the jokes yeah, that um, so. yeah. Carl Mordo says about um, what, what's the Wi Fi password? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember, what is it Sh- Shambhala or something? Yeah, uh, that's right. Yeah, or he gives it. It's 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 on a little um like a little ticket, isn't it? Yeah, you know, so yeah. and he gives him that, and he thinks it's some secret code to unlocking his spirituality or something. <laughs> and he yeah. goes, and Mordo says, "No, that's the Wi-Fi password." Yeah, we're, we're not heathens. You know, we're we're not primitives or something. Yeah, yeah that's it. That's <laughs> yeah. Brilliant. I, I did like that. Yeah, that that was kind of cool. It's it's good, you know. And and actually, you know, one of the um one of the interesting things about this is, that, I mean, the special effects are just amazing from the off, right? Because yeah. the very well, what, first scene... The, well, the street on, is interesting yes. and turn here. We didn't even mention that, did we? Yeah, open no, we didn't. We skipped straight, straight past yeah. that. Well, we looked at we looked at Stephen Strange's way into this world, didn't yeah. we? We kind of followed yeah. him. But, yeah, let's have a look at what's happening around him while he's undergoing this journey then. So... It's kind of weird, isn't it? Because we start in this um in, in east in this what we think is an eastern temple that we've yeah. maybe seen a million times before in, in various incarnations throughout life. You know, everything from sort of kung fu the kung fu films of the sixties and seventies to stuff, you know, recently. And it's you know, we we've seen this. We we think we know what's going on. And there's that fight as uh, what's his name, Cassilius comes in yeah. and ah oh, man, there's warrior monks. So straight off, anything with warrior monks has got my attention. I love all that. And the, the fighting's <laughs> great, the choreography is brilliant. And then he's he's literally just coming for a library for a library book and just tears a page out of a library book. Like, right? <laughs> yeah, well, that's one way, isn't he got you know, he's just never membership or anything. You know? yeah. Surely you can just borrow it for a few weeks, bring it back, you know. So just steaming in and just ripping a page out and then throwing it back and then chopping somebody's head off. But then of course you get this massive weird kind of um 
dislocation, right, as they run out of the door. And it's like they're in the streets of London. So, oh, wow. Okay, so we're not on a mountaintop in the in in Nepal or, or somewhere Which is, else. Um, a little bit matrixy, actually. You remember? When yeah, they, it is. They You're right. That, that and they're, they're sort of surprise and, and yeah, dis- yeah, sense of disconnection. Suddenly, it's like okay, so we are actually in the real world. You know, we're in the middle of London city centre. But then, of course, it all goes really, really strange. Right? It goes all kind of freaky, like um, like the Nolan film. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Um, Inception. Yeah. Inception. Right. That's the one where, yeah. where all the buildings sort of turn. It, invert and, and and sort of crowd down and there's all that going on you think what the hell is this and that's a brilliant sequence yeah you know is it um until the swinton kind of runs out after them and she's throwing stuff all over the place and the buildings yeah. are flipping up and they're spinning around so they're they're running across the the, the surfaces that become walls that become ceilings yeah. that become floors again that become roads there's stuff like it's oh man it it's, really throws you out doesn't it and then again le- leaping forward <clears throat> you know you get yeah. that Fantastic sequence at the end where he's running through New York, which is all folding <gasps> in. You know, and that just takes it to another level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the planning and the work and stuff on something like that is just mind-boggling. It's really it's mad. It's like um, it's it's like those lithographs of what's his name, Isham, MC Isham. Yeah, kind of made yeah. live, isn't it? You yeah. know, it's all- when the stairs you know they they trick you and you know yeah those those illusion, illusion things yeah yeah it works it's, so well mental, um, in 3d mental. um in in 3d in the cinema was brilliant for it did you see it in, in the cinema what yeah. am i asking this of course uh, you did it was, it was imax right well of course yeah yeah <laughs> um but it, it was obviously fine for that and it and it works really well because you really had the, the depth like the of the Possibly, yeah. It was. It was quite. Um, you know, it was quite sort of, yeah, twisty, and you know, there was a lot going on on it. Um, Give me a bag. <laughs> but yeah, so we, we've we've let. Out. I need it. I need the bucket now. But Dave, <laughs> <laughs> people might be eating while they're listening to this podcast. Yeah. Apologies, dear listeners. So sorry. Um. So yeah, Casilius K- is. Um. He's taken a page, isn't he, from one of the. Um, yeah. Call them the 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 books. Ah, now ah. So they've got all those. Um, you know the very special books. That's not secret right. books. Yeah, yeah. Kind of one, almost one of, them, the... one of them's missing. They say it's a bit of a throwaway line. But then oh. in one division, yeah, got the Darkhold book, which is an ancient special book. So from that's where it comes from, is it? I think it might be. Yeah, they haven't explicitly said it yet, oh, but it's it's that same sort of book, you know, that that they have them locked up and stuff, don't they? Um, yeah. So that that's quite interesting. Um, I, I liked all the training sequences. Uh, you know, the temple. There's the fights. Yeah. 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 And, you know, they're they're trying to teach him to do the magic and stuff, and um, the the bit where he he, he learns to. Um, the apple, you know, he's he's turned the time. Oh yes, yes. On the apple. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then just like he, he's <laughs> speed reading books and stuff, and then he's making portals and his hands coming out and just taking a book and mm. things like that. And <laughs> when he's talking to Wong, and he and he says, "Oh, the librarian." Yeah. So, is, are you like Bono or Prince or Adele? <laughs> have a last name or you know, yeah. <laughs> Adele originally is there? I think Adele. He says yeah. first off, and then he's yeah, he gives him nothing, and he's like, "No, really, yeah. Adele." Yeah, no, okay. And, and then, don't you see Wong <laughs> listening to Beyonce later or something? That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Towards the end, yeah, it's it's brilliant. And actually, you know that that whole. That whole sequence of, of of events in the in the temple during his training, that 
all of that stuff reveals Strange's um, obsessive nature, you know, the obsessive nature in his character. If he decides he wants to learn something, he will learn it. Yeah. He will yeah. go for it. And once he, he gets to, you know, and you can kind of see. Yeah, you, you can see this is how he became a surgeon. This is how yeah. he became successful. Not because he was born into it or he just landed the plum jobs. Actually, he really worked for it. He, he went you for know? it, yeah. and, and then he makes this thing. He, he tells us a little bit later on that he's got a photographic memory, which kind of helped. So, and, and this kind of, in a way, is a bit of a conceit because it just gets us through that training piece pretty quickly. We yeah. go from him being unable in a courtyard full of other trainees, being not really able to spin the magic with his fingers. He's got a little bit of a fizzy kind of almost like a wet bonfire night sparkler going yeah, on it's not yeah. really doing anything and everyone else is creating these wonderful sigils and shapes and glyphs and things and he's like yeah. not really working so then the ancient one takes him um through a portal and then he ends up on like some of everest or something yes, that's and he's it, yeah. like you know it's starting to get a little bit cold because he hasn't got his coat with him or anything right and then she leaves him there and says yeah. that's his test to get back now yeah um, that, and he's uh, <laughs> He has all the problems because of his hands, of course, but then, you know... Yeah, he, that's he, it. But a lot of it's psychological as well, isn't it? Yeah, so, yeah. yes, there is the physical thing with his hands, but the mental, um, you know, blocks that he's got are yeah. stopping him actually, you know, actually doing anything with them and overcoming the the, the problem, you know, the, the physical problem that he's got because I think that the point is made, you know, it's the the mental strength that you develop with these things and actually i think is part of um physical therapy anyway isn't it? you've got to yeah. overcome these things yes. inside yeah. your head as much as you have physically yeah. you know almost before you get through the physical stuff you have to yeah. believe in yourself and yeah. put that pain and all the horror and everything associated with it it's it's almost like you know you've got to evaporate those those doors they just don't matter anymore they're not yeah. really there get rid of them and move on and once he's able to do that and that which he does obviously by coming back from Everest, doesn't he? Because yeah. he, ha- he kind of has to. He has to. And they're yeah. waiting for him back in the courtyard. And the ancient one, she's like, Yeah, he'll be here in a moment. She's got faith in him. And all yeah. those, like, Yeah, it's getting a bit late. <laughs> it's, there's no yeah, sign. And the camera cuts to this empty yeah. square of courtyard. It's, there's nothing there for ages. Yeah. And then suddenly poof, he appears. It's like freezing, like yeah. hypothermia. <laughs> so it's, it's pretty good. Yeah, I, 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 did, I did like that, that sort of stuff. And then, of course, from then he sort of accelerates, doesn't he? He gets better and suddenly yes. he's top of the class. And, you know, I think he's always the Ancient One's favoured uh, trainee. She does seem well, to take a shine to him. It's a bit like uh, Neo. Again, in the Matrix, you know, he he's picked by Morpheus because he believes he's the one. And then mm. in the in the second film, you discover that actually he's just one of a number of possible the ones. And he goes to see the Oracle, and and you know, you see the kid with the oh, and sorry, it is in the first one. You see the kid That's with the, the first spoon, film. yeah, the spoon and stuff. And you know, he goes to see her again in the second one, didn't he? But you know, yeah. you discover, oh well. You know he's he's sort of applying for the the role. You know he's got <laughs> applying for the job. Yeah, you know it. all, yeah, all yeah. the um, so all, all of those kids and things who are training alongside Strange. You know they've got the potential to be the source yeah. of supreme. But yeah, he's the ancient ones. Uh, you know she she can she can sense it. I think you know knows. What, yeah, you know. well, I think. I can't remember actually if she's been watching him or something, but she certainly seems to know him, doesn't she? As soon as yeah. he walks in, she gets a handle on his on his personality and and sees sees the arrogance and everything else and all these constructs that he's built up 
that he believes make him the person he is, you yeah. know, the dexterity with his hands and his intelligence and his sort of superior nature and all that kind of thing. But, you know, she's, she's able to see underneath that and see that the thing that's actually driving that is his will to actually be the best at what he does. Yeah. So if he wants to do something, he will work to, to achieve it and be the best at it. And that yeah. is the kind of attitude that, well, actually a lot of us can probably do something with that. You know, if we all yeah. had that, yeah. that that'd be yeah. pretty decent, but, you know, it's 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 quite a rare thing to see. You know, it's quite a rare thing to have, and it can be quite dangerous because mm. it does make people obsessed and driven, and you know, very selfish. So those are all the negative parts of it. But on the positive side of things, it does it can power you to be an achiever, a real yeah. achiever, yeah. and that's what they need right now because there's a big crisis going on with this whole Casillas thing and the dark dimensions and stuff. And I think there's um, that there's signs of other things kind of waiting in the shadows. Yeah. You know, uh, you know things that could happen, and it's um, yeah, it's it's it, it. I mean, it's great. You know, there's a lot of stuff going on, but the narrative is kept on a single track. You know, it's very. You know, we do literally go from station A to station B, C, yeah. D, E, yeah. right through to the end of the line. You know, in a very linear fashion, which is which is quite nice. I mean, I love sort of twisty turny narratives that you know weave complex um, plot lines that sort of interweave, meet up, go off and do their own thing, and then come back together with a massive climax. But I, I also like films that are very simple as well, simply told. Yeah. And I think, as I said earlier, when when you've got something that is mind bending, mind bendingly complex potentially is this whole magic thing and the dark dimensions and all that sort of thing. It helps just to have a very straightforward yeah, plot line. It's, just it's a lot to take in. And, and so by keeping it simple in that approach, I think worked well for it. Um, mm. And uh, so uh, forgive me, I, I've, I might have to cut this bit, but I kind of forgotten <laughs> what the, the link is from when he's, he's been training. Right. Okay. So train. this is the thing. So, so when he's training, um, he starts messing around with time. He learns about the sanctums in New York, in yeah. Hong Kong, and London. Yeah. Um, and then he learns about the all the forbidden stuff. So there's there's stuff about multiverses, time paradoxes, yeah. dark dimensions, and 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 that's when he starts messing around with the books. So we see him sort of, you know, he's got the hang of the portals now. So while Wong is listening to Beyonce. A stranger's hand is popping out behind him That's through right, a quiet yeah. portal, lifting a book off the shelf, disappearing, and, uh, and then it's back on another side. He's lifting another yeah. book, and then we sort of have and this little scene of him kind of just pouring through all the pages of these things. And, and he's reading about. it all in in astral projection as well, isn't he? That's right. Yeah, exactly. He's he's he's, he's double tasking. He's he's doing a yeah. uh, Hermione Granger type thing, yes. you know, yes. for the time turner. Time you know, turner. He's doubling yeah. up on his time. Yeah. So so he's doing all that, and and then he he decides he's gonna he, he learns about this time thing. You know, the ability to sort of turn back time's arrow, which is obviously very forbidden. You, you know, you don't mess about with entropy and mm. all all that kind of stuff. So he restores the pages in the book after the apple. So he, he you know he's got the hang of that, and he's like, well, let's have a look at what's going on in the book. So he he restores those pages has a read also importantly reads what happens after the pages that were torn out as well yeah and then at that moment just when he's got all the ammunition that he needs it all it all kicks off the bad guys steam right in there there's a massive right. massive that's fight in the temple they end up in london and then and that's right yeah is it london or new york one of them anyway and he finds it's the new york or the capes yeah, in a, yeah. the capes in a big glass thing and yeah. sort of moving around. He's like, well, that's a bit weird, you know, but <laughs> it doesn't do anything with it then. But um, there's that big confrontation, you know, he learns about sort of eternal life in the dark oh, dimension. Yeah. 
all and, that and kind that, of that's stuff. That's a, a brilliant exchange when he's in the the sanctum sanctorum with uh, yeah. and and he he asks Strange, "What's your what's your name?" and he says, "It's Strange," and yeah. he said, "Well, I don't care. What is it? Something like that." <laughs> yeah. He's also got this thing about because um, the ancient one calls him Mister Doctor as well, yes. right? Because when he's introduced <laughs> right early on, he's like, you know, it's it's Doctor strange or something you know she goes mr doctor no it's just doctor i'm a doctor yeah. you know as if again to say like always and he's, he's quite anal about it i studied to be a doctor for yeah. years you call me doctor you know i'm not mr or anything like that which is quite funny but there actually this reminds me because there's um again just rewinding slightly to his first discussion with the ancient one i can't remember what it is she she says something to him and, and his response is something about um just being a small speck in, in an indifferent universe or something like that um, you know, and that's part of his army. He's, he's, he's shielding stuff around himself. Like, mm. you know, why should I do this? It's an indifferent universe. It doesn't care what happens to me or what I do within it. And then back to where we're at, we're at currently, which is this whole fight and the confrontation, the first confrontation between him and Cassilius. Um, Cassilius throws those words at him. You know, for Cassilius, he's working in an indifferent universe. So he wants to do something about it, actually. Yeah. You know, the universe doesn't care. So I'm going to take control. I'm going to do something which is going to make my life better, you know, which yeah. is, you know, because otherwise I'm just like you. And it, I like that little, you know, for, to hear Strange's words being thrown back at him. So now he's on the other side of the, the other side of the coin almost. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's brilliant. I, I love that, those little things. And, um, yeah, it's good. Then he's attacked by another guy, and then he ends up back at the hospital, doesn't he? So, because um, yes. he, he 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 imprisons Cassilius in some sort of magic chain yeah, suit yeah, kind of hockey mask sort of, kind of thing. He brought to his knees, isn't he? And yeah. um, with the chains and stuff, and then the, the the cape breaks out, doesn't it? And there's that great shot where it. it he um he lifts yeah. up on the stairs, you know, with the window and the back. Yeah, and he's got the floaty thing going yeah, on. It's a, it's a yeah. brilliant bit. He's attacked by another guy and ends up staggering through the hospital he just left. Finds Christine. She puts him on the table while he has a fight with a bad guy in the astral plane. Yeah, that's what it is. So, so yes, so yes, you're right. He he goes to the hospital physically. He opens a portal there because the fight's going on in in the sanctum and he's getting pretty beaten up by things. Yeah. And then to escape, he throws himself through this portal, ends up in a cupboard in, in the hospital, staggering That's all it. over the place. Christine finds him, rescues him, kind of treats him, puts him on a table. He's got blood pouring out and all kinds of stuff. And then meanwhile, the guy he's just been having a fight with follows him via his astral form. And then the yeah. two of them start having this mad fight as as sort of ghosts, while in the physical world, she uh, Christine is trying to save his life. You know, yeah, she's so got all the yeah, kind of things going on with the beeping monitors she and stuff like that. Bit, but she can see things getting knocked about. Yeah, and, and, and occasionally and the, the ground sort of trembles or something moves off as they crash into it or something. Yeah, like yeah. It's a great scene. Yeah, 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 I like that. And, and that's course, when... Um, oh, that's when he has the conversation with the ancient one, isn't it? Uh, hold on, hold on. Uh, now, I think that's that's a little bit later on. Is it because yeah he because he goes back um, the 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 one with the ancient one is after the battle in New York because that's where oh, she gets okay. she gets oh, hit he, and then he takes yes. her to the hospital in his arms I think and then yeah. and then does it I've got it I've got I've got it written here <laughs> so yeah she's trying to uh, resuscitate him whilst the, they're fighting and she can't see it all 
and then he he's brought back to life, isn't he? Then he goes back through the the portal, back yeah, to the back to the sanctum to, to finish yeah. the fight. And that's when he gets the the cloak of levitation again. And there's one of my favourite bits in the it's film. It's kind of waiting for him, isn't it? Over there, yes, hovering he, over the corpse of the guy it's, who's it's just had a fight. Got with. A lovely, um, lovely little personality to it. Uh, the the mm. cloak. Um, it does, doesn't bit, it? Yeah, yeah. Um, and there's a bit where it's such a it's a hero shot on Strange, and he and he's in the hallway, and he does his you know he bangs his hands together, and he has the the uh, discs and stuff come out, and then they like splutter out, and uh, they don't work properly. <laughs> Do you remember? Yeah. And then he takes <laughs> yeah. and he's like, "Work!" You know, like the battery's <laughs> on. <laughs> you know, you see. Oh, he's got the power. Oh, he looks really cool, and then and then he's undermined by it, <clears throat> it not working, and obviously he's got the the skills and the you know the magic and everything, but he, he's obviously got more work to do with it all. Yeah, I think that, that's the thing. Actually, I made a, made made a little note here actually that when he returns to the sanctum, he's mostly lost all his arrogance. Then, you know, yeah. he's kind of accepted his role. Mostly, he's not a hundred percent there, but he's kind of you know near enough committed. Um, but I, I've written down here actually. Um, yeah, it's a role he's assigned to himself. He's not. He's he hasn't yet decided that he's gonna do, he's gonna play the ancient one's game. You know, he's, no. he's still in this pretty much for himself. Yes, okay, he's managed to kind of accept magic and accept that he, you know this 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 different side of things. These dimensions exist, and he's learned to kind of fly between them to a degree. Um, but he's still not trusting of the ancient one. I think also because of what he read in some of the books. And ah, that's right. So yeah, he learns. The, um, been using the Cilius. Cilius tells him a few things, doesn't he? Yeah, she's been using the dark, uh, dark dimension power and and more to to uh, you know extend her life and and you know give the power and everything. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, so he he kind of confronts her. Um, yeah. When she, so she so after the fight and he's back in there, she's there with Mordo, and yeah. uh, and she gives him the job of master of New York Sanct- Sanctum. Yeah, I think you know, and and he's like. I'm a doctor. <laughs> and again, he pushes that doctor thing. And, yeah. it, and it's quite interesting because I, I wrote this bit down here. He says, when I became a doctor, I swore an oath to do no harm and I've just killed a man and I'm not doing that again. You know, yeah. the, the guy that he, he had a fight with. And then there's a brilliant exchange with him. You know, he goes on to say that he wanted to save lives. That's why not he became right. a doctor. Yeah. And um, and, the, and the ancient one turns around and says, yes, but you wanted to, you did it because you wanted to save one life above all others your own. It's still all about his inflated ego, according to her, yeah. at least anyway. And he challenges her on the whole death thing. And that seems to stop her, you know, when he does that. And at that point, more zealots storm in. Yeah. He, Strange puts up the mirror universe himself. They fight, they run out into New York City. And that's when it all goes mental. Yeah. So, you know, the thing we saw at the start of the film now takes on another level or two or three or four, and they flips them upside down yeah. and back on their yeah. heads. And and that is brilliant. I love that. You know, it's, yeah. it's actually quite fast moving through those sequences. You know, it doesn't yeah. go from, from here to there to everywhere else and, you know, very, very short space of time. And it's, 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 it's brilliant. And, and actually really it's great stuff in there. Yeah, yeah, and there's there's that thing where they're sort of running across it. You got cars dropping dropping over the edges of roads and in the the crossroads with the traffic lights and all that sort of thing going on. But actually, the zealots get the better of them, don't they? Um, so Murdo and Strange are in real trouble. They're just outnumbered, yeah. and Strange isn't quite good enough. They're trying to r- run up buildings and things, and 
you know, spinning a few portals and stuff like that. But Casillas' yeah. guys were able to sort of use tremors in the ground to sort of move a wave through and knock them out yeah. of out of reach from their from their safety. And and, and they just can't cope with it. They're just not good enough. Everything, when- everybody crowds around them. Then the ancient one comes through, and she basically kicks their asses. Yeah. You know, she, she strange, does all of them. Um, strange falls, doesn't he? And he hits the side of a bus or something, which is where Stanley. Oh, that's right. Yeah, and he's yeah. face on at the window. Yeah, Stanley's reading. Uh, was it Proust or something? I can't remember now. Something like that. So, yeah, and, and interestingly, yeah. that little bit was directed by James Gunn because um, was it he really? had he had Stanley for a day. And and they did yeah. three sets of different cameos for different films. Ah, uh, so they did them all in all, all, yeah, all, all in, one, in one day. Yeah. Here it is. Yeah. It's actually it's Aldous Huxley's The Doors of Perception that he was reading. I did make a note yeah, of it. Right. Put it right, right down the end. A few things. Stanley Cameo, bus passenger reading Aldous Huxley's The Doors of Perception, which yeah, interesting little take because we've got this whole thing going on with multiverses and different dimensions yes. and different ways of looking at things and looking at yourself and all that kind of stuff. So it's, uh, it's, it is good fun, but of course the ancient one, although she saves strange and Mordo at that point, she, she gets pretty well beaten up. You know, she's got a fatal yeah. injury. So then strange takes it on it. He, he pulls her then through a portal into back into the hospital, back on into Christine. He's different at that point. He's much more confident about his role as a sorcerer type person. Now he's a, he really is from that world. Whereas the yeah. last time I think he was in the hospital he was, and he was beaten up, he was on his way towards it. But now he's made almost that full transition. You know, he's, he's proper caped up when he comes in and, yeah, and, you know, hands on her. Christine's sort of like, "Whoa, you look a bit different," you know, all that, all that kind of thing. <laughs> and then he throws the ancient one on on a gurney. She takes him out, and also at that point, Strange um, says he needs the other surgeon, which we didn't mention, but right at the start of it, he he really has a go at this other surgeon, doesn't he? He's been an, an absolute incompetent idiot, yes. even though the other guy's really good. He he literally just blanks him completely and make, belittles him and makes him feel like an idiot. And now he's like, "I need you, man." You know, you've got yeah. to save this. I can't do anything. You've got to save her life. Yeah, that's right. He, and, he can't, uh, and they, can't use his hands enough for it, can he? They they battle for it. Yeah, because he still doesn't quite have the belief, enough self-belief that he can actually mm-hmm. do his hands because they haven't had that conversation yet. But actually, that conversation comes just about this point, doesn't it? Because he sees the Ancient One's astral form fly away from her yeah. body on the table, and then he knocks himself out and goes to, you know, sort of follows okay. it. Yeah. That's when we have all the slow motion lightning going on, the helicopters sort of almost suspended in the rain. Yes, and then too. they sort of yeah. meet on the balcony of the hospital and have that conversation. And at that point then, that's when he really then decides this is his path now. This is the way yeah. he's going to go. He is going to work with those. She explains why um, she was looking at those dangerous texts, You know yeah. why she pulls her power from the dark dimension. She doesn't want to do it. But she kind of has to. There's a responsibility she has to the world. And it's not she's not happy doing it. She's not comfortable pulling in this dangerous dark power. But that's all she has, you know, and there's nothing else she can do. The important thing is that she directs it to where it needs to be. So yeah. again, it's still not about her. He thinks because he's transposing himself, you know, he's um what's the word? He's projecting what he thinks on her because yeah. he thinks, well, that's what I would do. It would be all about me if I was her. But she is like, no, it isn't all about me. And like with you, it's not all about you. What you are, you can do that. You can go back to the world. You can be the best surgeon, or you can sacrifice all of that for the greater good, almost. Which is what she's doing with those dark powers. Really lovely conversation. You realise that she's not 
uh, you know, the the uh, you know out and out baddie, but she's done something, exactly. yeah, something not good, but for the greater good, and and you know, yeah. at her expense, kind of thing. Um, so yeah, it. that's yeah. when he, um, he he decides that's the path he's going to follow, and he, he's going to follow the mystic arts, isn't he? Um, and uh, you know, he'll he'll become the source of supreme for our dimension. Yeah, yeah, that's it. And, they, and then the, the stage kind of moves to Hong Kong, doesn't it? That's it, uh, yeah. The, the sanctum in, in Hong Kong. But um, but they're too late when they get there because Cassilius and his guys, they've already been there. They, they Their plan is already underway. When when yeah. uh, Strange and Mordor arrive, the devastation has already been wrought. That's it. The dark uh, dimension's that, coming, isn't it? It's that sort yeah, of great yeah, yeah. purple tentacled sort of Mass, weirdness is, going on it's yeah. bizarro it's really really strange <laughs> strange <laughs> uh, i won't do that again it, it looks just like yeah, something yeah. you'd have got in a in a steve ditko comic or something like that it's it's um yeah look, looks really good um yeah so they, they have that great big scrap in the uh street don't they when he's using the eye of agamotto to rewind yeah. time you know buildings That's are getting right. yeah. Yeah. going back up and uh you know water's going back into the hydrants yeah and, and again and, uh, you know you think about that i mean again it's like with every sort of superhero type film we've got to have this big battle at the end there's yeah. always got to be you know the good guy versus the bad guy and all that sort of stuff um but again you know some of these films like the point i made if you remember back with iron man 3 yeah. where it was literally just that, you know, bad guy versus good guy. Uh, yeah. And yes, there were a few sort of elements thrown into it to kind of mix it up, but it's almost like not enough. With Thor, we got something different. You know, we got people zipping in and out of many black holes and reappearing yeah. in other places. And it's it's similar to that with this one, because, um, you know, that whole battle, everything around them is happening in reverse. Yeah. So it's like the destruction is being rewound, reversed, and through that chaos, as people are coming back to life and you know going back, jumping back into the cars yeah. that have just been thrown through the windscreen of, right, and back into their their seating tables at a restaurant and all that stuff. This whole fight is still kicking off between Cassilius yeah. and his zealots and Murdo and Strange, and it's 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 really really good to watch. I mean, it's quite you've got to concentrate on it, I think, you know, yeah, to figure yeah. out exactly what's sort <laughs> going on. But then what's really really you know what kind of ratchets it up to an even higher level which is really better is that they use the, both the bad guys and the good guys use that reversal of the destruction to their to their own advantages yeah. so then we see Cassilius getting trapped inside a wall that's been put that's back it. together behind yeah. the tiles and he has to sort of break through it and again with his zealots they're sort of thrown into glass cages that have again just been put together that or obviously recently broken and stuff like that and behind scaffolding and you know it's it's really really inventive stuff i mean you've got yeah. to think through that before way before you even film it you know oh. you've got to think of this yeah. whole thing and plan it and storyboard it and yeah. ask those questions and think of those ideas and it's you know that that for me is what this kind of filmmaking needs more of you know, that more invention, you know, more imagination. Because yeah. here's a film where imagination is critical to the thing. Okay, you yeah. know, it's not, you know, it's not um, Little Women and stuff, stuff like that. It's not a 19th century, uh, you know, soap opera. This is about magic and the strange yeah. and the weird and the wonderful. We've already seen buildings flipping inside and out and turning over on their heads, and we push that as far as it goes. And now we've seen something in Rewind. But, you know, 
the the, the background, the, the environment is rewinding. It's going backwards. The people within it, the, our main characters, are fighting forwards. Yeah. You know, so it's, it, it's a bit of a... It's really cool. And, um, you know, like, like you said, it's, it's really original, really visual, and it, it's mm. taking, you know, the sort of fairly traditional, you know, goodies v baddies battle, but but doing something really different with it, and yeah, um, yeah. I th- you know I said to you a while ago that the uh, you know the, the baddies and stuff in this uh, phase three start to get really good. I mean, Casilius is you know he's fine. You know, Mads Mikkelsen plays it well. I, I like yeah, the kind of around yeah. his eyes and stuff. But he's he's you know he's not um, you know he he's he's more of a phase one baddie who is the <laughs> the the, uh, the mirror opposite of of the hero. Yeah. Yeah. which is understandable as this is the origin film. Um, but there's a lot more uh, sort of mm. daring stuff coming, I, I think. Um, and <laughs> I won't spoil it, but there's a moment. No, in, no, don't, don't spoil it. Don't spoil yeah, it for me. But there's no. a moment in Guardians 2, which is just mental. The whole cinema just just cracked. Uh, I wonder what that um, is. I, I have seen Guardians 2. Oh, okay. All um, right. We'll cover that. Let's yes. make make a note of that one, yeah. Jeff. We'll cover yes. that when we get to it. Uh, if, if you pick it up, yeah. So, um, so back to back to Doctor Strange. Then, so we have that thing. Eventually, they they don't really win. Oh, they do sort of win, don't they? The Strange and Murder sort of win. They're still reversing, but then I think uh, Cassilius sort of comes back and destroys the time thing and they've, they've yeah. almost reassembled the sanctum and the, yeah. the, the monster thing is, is kind of just about disappeared but it hasn't quite when the thing's destroyed and then it starts to unravel again it starts coming back so then it looks like strange disappears he, he, he flies off right leaving yeah. the guys to it and um and, and wong's been restored at this point isn't it isn't he yes. because obviously he must have died during the original yes. battle so now he's back and joins Mordo and Strange, but then of course Strange flies off, and Mordo think he's he's a bit of a coward. I think he makes something along. And actually, Mordo's journey in this we haven't really mentioned, but he's becoming um, he's already had his faith in the Ancient One broken by Strange. Yeah. You know, when Strange pointed out to him that she was pulling stuff in the Dark Dimension, and he is actually very, very a guy who respects the rules isn't yeah. he you know it's it, you cannot break these rules and then he finds out that the ancient one has been actually has breaking been the rules break, yeah. she apparently supported and uh, so that's kind of shaken him a bit now he sees his mate strange fly off and that shakes him even further yeah. but of course what he doesn't know is that strange is doing this this mad thing with the uh, with, with the demon yeah and and that is a brilliant thing as well he's he's obviously figured out what he's going to do it's a yeah. bit of a risk but he does it anyway right yeah. I've come to bargain. I've come yeah, to bargain. I've come it. to bargain. <laughs> yeah, again and again. And he dies again and yeah. again. And there's a lot of fun to be had in that as, as the yeah. different ways that he's blasted skewered out of existence. In, in, you know, skewered on stuff and obliterated. And, yeah, it's it's a brilliant, uh, you know, sequence there. I mean, it's it's very green screen. You know, this, you know. But it a, doesn't matter. To me, no, that, that doesn't matter. You know, yeah. we need a bit of fun. I, I would say that, yeah, Dormammu's face is quite interesting because it's kind of vertical, like rippling lines that, that make it up. But in the comic, he's like a he's a bit like that, but it's like it's on fire yeah. at the same time. Oh, is and, he? Yeah, uh, yeah. Okay. I kind of I didn't dislike it in the film, 
Yeah. And I might have said before on, on our podcast, I'm not one of these fans that will get furious when something deviates from the original. Like, you know, I'm not angry still that Wolverine wasn't wearing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, know, did um, yeah. It, it would have been nice if Dormammu was, um, he's he's in human form in, in the mm. comics with, with the head, whereas in this he's just the head. Um but yeah, I, I love that that whole sequence where you know that it just kind of keeps yeah. repeating itself and you it know, was nicely like, done, wasn't it? Yeah, it, it's, know, it's you, a bit like um, Edge of Time, you know, the Tom Cruise film where, right, where yeah. he repeatedly and and they kind of get I've more. Seen that. I haven't but, seen that. Uh, that's a great film. It's really good, really, really good. Yeah, and, and they get more and more inventive, and you know the way he gets killed and stuff is is great. Kind fun. of like a mini Groundhog Day sort of thing, isn't it? That uh, yeah, little, that little that time loop and that that's um, it. Yeah. Yeah, and, and of course the the bat. What's, what what do you call him? Dormammu, is it? Yeah, the dread Dormammu. Dormammu, Dormammu. Yeah. That's him, right? So yeah, I, I must admit, I, I I don't know anything about Doctor Strange's law. Like I said, I half remember yeah. some comics that I, that, that I must have read when I was when I was really really small. But I don't remember anything about the the whole universe or, or anything like that. So obviously yeah. this is a this is a, an old foe of Strange's or, uh, he's, or something. He's one of his um you know his main uh you know. Yeah. And um, also, so I just wanted to jump back, and, and you said about yeah. um, you know more more do's arc, and um, obviously his post credits bit is him. Mm. Uh, well, this he, is jumping he, forward, mate. Oh uh, yeah, okay, sorry, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wanted to make a point, uh, something about um, how in the comic he was always yeah. one of his, he's probably his top arch enemy, and then in the film, Who, Mordo? Know, yeah, and then yeah, in the film, yeah. he's Pal, and and. You know, at the time, people were like, oh, that's a bit odd. You know, they've completely subverted that. No, they haven't. They've they been a bit of background, haven't they? They've... Yeah, I liked it. But yeah. then, of course, you get the post-credits bit with him, and you mm. think that he's on that path now. And so yeah. I love it that by having him as his friend, the there's more kind of dra- you know drama between them. Yeah, yeah. Just absolutely. Just being yeah. a bad guy. You know, there's more of a history between them, so it's going to be fun to see that play. I'm not sure if he's in the new one. He must be. Um, I don't know. I don't know if he is. We, we shall have to find that out. Dear yeah. listeners, do you know if he's going to be in the new you one? You know, yeah. yeah. Or it could just be a surprise. It could know. be, yes. They often do keep Very things. difficult to have surprises in this day and age of spoilers and shockers and behind-the-scenes rumours and stuff like that. Yes. But it's, uh, it, it is nice when it happens. So, yeah, they yeah do, that's... They do fun. manage it, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, we're pretty much at the end of the film, there, aren't we? We've got yeah. um, obviously he he returns having defeated Dormammu and restored the Sanctum and everything else, and um, and he's kind of is now the the the, the person to inherit the Ancient Ones yeah. legacy almost. But of course, Mordo, yeah, he's not happy with it. He's not happy with no. any any of this at all. And I think he says he, he has a go at him, doesn't he? He makes the point: there will be a bill, there will be a reckoning, or That's there's, a, there's yeah. something to pay. You cannot mess with the natural law. And not and th- for there not to be any consequences, there yeah. will be consequences. What is this? Oh, I've got it there. Yeah, a price, uh, yes. a bill to pay. And then he quits. He literally says, "I'm not having any part of this." And then yeah. he walks away. And you think, "Oh crikey, that's bad." So it's just literally uh, one one, isn't it? And then of course we find out back in New York, um, the librarian tells Strange that the time thing he used is an infinity stone. That's it, and of yeah. Of course it was. I was yeah. staring us right in the face. We've had we've had a few. This is this is obviously one of them. So but Strange has no idea what that means no, at this no, point. You know that was we're a starting to Yeah, yeah. That was good. And of course that would be a thing that when I first watched it, I wouldn't have paid any attention to. Yeah. I think. It, you know, yeah. it didn't mean anything to me. So now having watched all the films, so this 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 
Doctor Strange is now in context, I kind of I'm getting more from the narrative, you know, more from the story, more yeah. from the movie than I well, did you, the first you time. Know immediately, that when Thanos is coming for them, he's coming to Earth because of it, you know. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's the the one that's here, you know. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was because I don't know if in the comic. Maybe our, our listeners can tell us, but I don't know if in the comic it was ever, a, you know, an Infinity Stone. So right. it, it being one in the film was quite cool, you know. I, yeah, I yeah, yeah. You know, use, usage of it like that. Um, so yeah, that that's kind of uh, yeah set, sets it all up there at the end, doesn't it? Um, and uh, so the post credits bit is that scene <laughs> with Thor, isn't it? Yeah, oh, the mid, the mid credits bit. Yeah, yeah, we we don't have thought. Which I, I st- I'm still trying to decode exactly what that what that was. So they're sitting down having a having a bit of a drink. Yeah, and strangers just magicking different types of drink. You know, like, yeah. what does it start off with? It starts off as oh, I can't remember. It starts off as something, and then it becomes a big stein of beer or lager or, or something. That's it, yeah, you know, literally. Then sort of he puts it down. He picks up the, the the beer, and they're talking about Loki, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so, uh, oh, that's right. Yeah, Thor comes yeah. in. He's like. So Earth has wizards now, or something like that. Yeah, and it's like Strange tells him that he's keeping a track on other beings that might be a threat. So he sort of sell, set himself up in the kind of magic world as a bit of a Tony Stark in a way, isn't he? Tony yes. Stark, you know, sort of I guess sort of heading the Avengers, but not really. But you know, sort of steering that program, and then uh, Strange is doing his thing on the on the magical side of things. Yeah, because um, he's he's looking for Odin, isn't he? Yeah, oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, Thor says, yeah. and then if he finds Odin, and Strange is like, so you'll all return to Asgard, you know? Yeah. And Thor's he, like, yeah, sure. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like, yeah. We believe him. Yeah. He's like, I'll, I'll help you, but that's it. when you're done, you. I, want, I want rid of you because Loki's too yeah. dangerous. That's it. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that that's, uh, that, that's kind of setting up things that are to come. Um, yes. So, yeah, o- overall, uh, it's a great film, and I and I think um, you know, as, as you'll discover, Strange has got an awful lot of potential, both as you know, in world, uh, you yeah. know, in, but but the character as well. And mm. um, I, I am really uh, excited for for the future of it all with him. Very excited, yeah. And it's not it's just exciting. because of the Scarlet Witch. I, I, I will say that. <laughs> Not <laughs> just. Fact, Although she's quite a strong part of it, right? She is. But I will say, I did like uh, the film and the character so much, I do have the hot toy of Doctor Strange. Of course you do. Why would you not? Uh, I'm but weird I, well, for not having the Doctor Strange hot toy. <laughs> yeah, why do you not have it? And um, he, weirdo, he's, even man. Got, he's even got the scars on the fingers. Has he? Yeah. yeah, which is quite a nice Amazing. detail. And the, and the cape has got wires, so you can kind of fold yeah. it and pose it. And oh, stuff. So you can fly it around and, and yeah, he's got a little shape and stand that makes him look like and arrange, and yeah, arrange yeah. your Doctor Strange yeah. in in a pose. Take right a picture of it. Poses. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say before we move on to our our Twitter people, um, and I just I. Because I remember, was it the last one or the one before you were talking about it? It was it was Ant Man where you were talking about the music about the Marvel films oh, yeah. becoming more identifiable. And, same... it, and when you said that, I started thinking about it actually because I thought, well, actually, yeah, maybe or maybe not. Because I don't remember any, nothing really jumped out at me 
yeah. um, throughout any of the films. And it was only actually, you know, I thought, yeah, you're probably right at that, man. There is a bit of a kind of vibe that goes through it, almost sort of jazzy techno kind of orchestral. It's everything, right? But it suits yeah. the heist film of Ant-Man. But this one, right, has really most definitely has its own signature. Yes. And the the final end credit music oh, yes, piece, brilliant. the prog rock, the yeah. 70s kind of, it's almost like Genesis at some point. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah. mate, I was loving that. I rewound it and played it again. I was looking yeah. for it on there. On, on, um, on so um, it? Th- this one is Michael Giacchino. Um, yeah, yeah. He, he's done like um, Alias and... Um, Lost. He, and he, well, he did a lot with J.J. Abrams, didn't he? Like yeah, all he, his TV series, I think he was, he was doing. Three, I think. Yeah, yeah. And, and maybe um, Ghost Protocol as well. And he's done the two Spidey films with Tom Holland. Mm. And uh, the, the scores for those are brilliant because they, yeah, yeah. Yeah. this is probably a podcast down the line when you've watched all the films, but to talk more about the scores. But I think the Homecoming and uh, Far From Home mm. are excellent because there's a lot of variety to them. Um, and, and there's a real kind of mix of fun bits to them and, and, and danger and, and stuff like that. Um, and, and the Christoph Beck stuff from Ant-Man was also brilliant. It, it was such a great yeah, theme yeah. for him. Um, and, and uh, you know, the, the music in Guardians is really good. So, yeah, I said that it's it's kind of around here that stuff starts getting better. And, yeah, and they, they, they start to lift a little bit. Yes, you, you and, and, I mean? and there's, there's themes and stuff that you know, mm. you remember and, and, you know, hum along to a little bit and things. So, yeah, it's, it's all starting to get a lot stronger there so um let's head over to our user submissions as it were <laughs> user submissions user you sound submission. like an it help desk <laughs> 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 we're just going to head over to our uh user submissions right now people um just hold on just one moment while i pull up your files in front of me and i can see that you got um okay so we got some respondents here who are they jeff okay so first up uh I'm just gonna waffle, waffle, do, 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 do. So well on, on the uh, on the computer here. Sorry, sir, your um, your details are, are taking a while to to come up in front of yes, me. Just, just hold on a second there, please. please. Technical flop. Uh, please hold the line. Boop. Please hold the line. Boop. Please hold the line. <laughs> okay. I could do that all day. I could do it all night. Okay, please got it. Hold, all right. Oh, he's got it. Right, got it. Right, service resume. Okay, so uh, Mike Morgan uh, at Cult TV, Mike, who uh, quite hey, usually uh, tweets in. Thanks, Mike. He says my kids bailed on this one early on. They found Strange unlikable and didn't care about his <gasps> accent. Oh, really? Uh, so that's quite interesting. He says I, on the yeah. other hand, liked the story and mm. appreciated his change into a, a more heroic figure, um, and the way he wins against Dormammu is sublime, um, which is kind of what we've been saying, really. Um, so uh, going on from there our friend Lautaro Medina at Doc Lautaro he says the introduction of the magic aspect into the MCU uh, that brought along with it Doctor Strange he's one of my favourite Marvel characters yeah the way they depict Strange's fall from grace and deconstructs mm. his life as a wealthy egocentric person and his, stu- and his spiritual trip to find that he is not the centre of the universe is so awesome and also the side characters are unique, uh, unique takes on their comic counterparts yeah, and executed. Yeah. Um, and there's also the trippy magic that adds to the flavour of excitement and action <laughs> that the film has. Um, so Lautaro is a big fan. Who, who later, did he tweet you about Jason Aaron's 
run on the on the comics. I think he I think he might have done. Um, <clears throat> so uh, Steve Waslin, who's at Skimmerad, he says, while I enjoyed this one, I do have some big issues with the speed which with which Doctor Strange became a master of the mystical. Ah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. which yeah. is what you were saying. Now I really don't understand why they didn't start his story sooner and have him mm. learning over a longer period of of time. Um, uh, he's also said in another uh, tweet, uh, my favourite bit is the prog version of the theme, which plays over the ah, end credits. There you go, yes. Fantastic, he says. Fellow prog rocker, yeah. <laughs> yes, Steve's enjoyed it. Brilliant. I, I loved it. it. It's kind of crept up because you know, the, the end music was playing and I was I was enjoying it and because you, you have to wait for the end credits, right? So I've got in yeah. this thing now. And then suddenly it just started building and building, like almost like an ELO or Genesis type thing. Mm. I thought, oh, wow. And it's got like a harpsichord or something, you know. Yeah, almost like ta- like Tales of the Unexpected kind yes. of thing. You know, very, very 70s, you know, yeah. from all kinds of, you know, Tales of the Unexpected sort of comes from the old prog kind of thing going on at, at the time you anyway. Could, so. um, you could almost imagine Strange sitting in the Sanctum Sanctorum listening yeah. to that. Listen to that stuff because he likes his music, doesn't he? Actually, we, yes. we haven't really remarked on that, but no, he, you know, because he knows Adele and Beyonce and stuff like that. He's into mm-hmm. his music, he likes it. He's, yeah. Yeah, and you he, see, he, um, he, he requests something on his iPod, doesn't That's he? That's right, yes, he does yeah. when he's doing when the surgery at the start yeah. of it, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they start talking about them, it becomes about the music, doesn't he? The, the hands yeah. are just doing their own thing. That's it. Um, so we've got another comment here from uh, Raphael, aka Ulysses Illustrations. Uh-huh. Um, handle is at ulysses artist um he says personally my favorite standalone so far i just oh, wow. thought yeah it seems marvel and magic just clicked for me so i've chatted with um Raphael a few times because he's also yeah. a, a who fan as well um and he's not he's not a massive um mcu fan but he he really liked wandavision and he and he really liked doctor strange and obviously mm. like you said there the magic side of things really appeals to him and it kind of goes back to something I think I said in an earlier podcast where watching everything will get you a, a greater understanding of it all, but you could yeah. just watch Thor because it's a kind of, you know, fantasy adventure, or you could just watch the Iron Man films because they are, you know, kind of sci-fi robots and stuff like that. Do you know what I mean? So you, but you it's almost like there's something for everybody in a way, isn't it? Yeah, is that, exactly. Is that what yeah. you mean? you, you got yeah, the cold... Yeah. You, You've got yeah. the Mission Impossible type thrillers of the Captain America films. Um, yeah, you got the. I mean, Iron Man almost started out as like a kind of a war action film, yeah. you know, contemporary yeah. sort of action war film or, or something like that. And yeah, they they do all have their own little identities. I think. Yeah. I mean, actually, Captain America changed, wasn't it? Because it was a it was a kind of a 1940s thing, and then it became yeah. a contemporary spy thriller <laughs> in, in the space of one film, which is yeah. a, a war <laughs> yeah. adjustment. And then it got the hang of it in the third one. So yeah. <laughs> Um, so we've got another comment from uh, at Nerd Avenge. Uh, he says, "I have a love hate uh, relationship with this one. It's really oh, pivotal okay. to the whole story. I love the casting and the overall acting mm. by Cumberbatch, but for some reason, this movie just never resonated with me that mm. great. It's a seven out of ten, uh, but I'm excited for the next one. Yeah, okay, um, yeah, interesting. So just scrolling up." Uh, at Cheap Seat Cast, which is uh, Cheap Seat Reviews, just said it's one of my favourites. Love it. Brilliant. Um, and let me just keep going. I think. Uh, oh, here we go. Uh, let me just check that this was about. Yeah, here we go. Uh, so, uh, Mr. 
uh, underscore G Ward. Uh, he says uh, they cram a lot into two hours. They whiz through the origins. Yeah, they do. Through, yeah. Uh, once the training starts, it does slow down a bit. Uh, special effects take over a bit, but they are spectacular. Yeah. Uh, good, solid entry from an intriguing character. I expect the mm. sequel to be much bigger, uh, which I think is uh, fair enough. Fair enough, um, yeah, um, yeah. And then uh, Greenshirt87 has also joined in on that conversation. He said, yeah, I'd have loved a whole movie or even a season of TV on his training. Uh, oh, definitely. Yeah. Sort of like you were saying. Um, and origin stories are always difficult, but they manage mm. well with only minor pacing issues. Um, and then he, he said, the introduction of mysticism and the magical arts into the MCU could have gone awry, but the result feels effort- effortlessly natural. The good doctor yeah. is taken on quite the journey. Um, and, and so the pacing feels like it's put on fast forward at some points, mm. um, but overall great world building inventive and well executed set pieces, spot on casting uh, and a really fun climax. Any movie that has this much fun <laughs> killing its protagonist repeatedly. <laughs> Um, it makes for a welcome addition into the MCU and yeah. a solid standalone. Uh, oh, and Mr. G. Ward has tweeted about half an hour ago, great pod again. Despite having a different opinion, this is on Civil War, it's still fun hearing you go through it. Probably made me realise I like more of it than I summed up, but I just oh. can't get past it not actually yeah, having much. Nice. Thank Civil you very much. Hey. Uh, <laughs> I'm so upright. <laughs> I'll, I'll cut that a little bit um so yeah i think uh people probably feel quite um generally positive about dr strange and and his popularity certainly uh skyrocketed uh after yeah. in things after that come after yeah um mm. so yeah it's, it's a good one and, and like like um, some of our listeners have said I'm, I'm very excited for the future here with him so um yeah it's going to be a, a good journey it's a great film i i really enjoyed this one and you know it's nice to have a, a good run of films that i've really enjoyed because i think yeah. uh, with this one civil war ant-man uh you know it's a nice run of movies that have kind of yeah. built on the narrative guardians that was the other one i was trying to think of a minute ago you know it feels like there's some momentum going on that there's some yeah i'd get a the bigger story obviously strange sidelines it for a little while but then we bring yeah. the infinity stone in so there's definitely something going on so i'm looking forward to the next one which is what is the next one now uh our next Where are we one at? will be guardians of the galaxy vol 2 Ah, <gasps> uh, okay yeah so i have seen this one before but it was okay. a while ago so i wonder if my opinion of it has changed for better no. or worse we'll find out <laughs> <laughs> until then dear listeners thanks everyone well See you later. Bye. Bye for now. Till next time. Bye-bye.